Thank you for joining us on our LWCC podcast. Right now, you're going to hear a message from our senior pastor and founder of Living Word, Pastor Ruben Reyna. Let's jump into our word. Regardless of what the world says, regardless of what the TV says, the news, and all that stuff, I believe that God's going to protect His people. And if He doesn't protect us, we're going straight to heaven. So what's the difference? So God is good. Amen. God is good. I enjoyed that this play a lot. I was waiting for baby Jesus. I was waiting for, I was waiting for the donkey. I was waiting for everybody to come and. The donkey didn't show up, but, um, and they told me why, but it's okay. I want to minister a little bit. I don't want to keep you long. I want you to have a great day and enjoy your life. And I want to speak out of the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 37. And I want to speak a little bit on being more than a conqueror, being more than a conqueror. I remember when Stella was alive, I, I used to get my check and and I said that I was the conqueror, and she took my check and says, yeah, but now I'm more than a conqueror. <laughs> so I learned my lesson real quick that Sister Stella was the more than a conqueror <laughs> because of uh, what Jesus did and, and her beautiful check. Women love money, and they love to shop. How many, people, how many ladies like to shop here? Yeah, wow. That's only four hands. How many ladies like to shop? Oh, okay, that's better. I thought the men, if I asked the men, yeah, well, never mind. <clears throat> the Bible reads this way, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Let me read it again. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I don't know about you, but I've been loved by somebody that never loved me the way I've been loved. And I believe that God loves us more than what we think or feel. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you this morning for being here in your presence. I want to thank you for all your people. And I want to thank you for everything that you're doing in your people. And I thank you that we are more than conquerors through him that loves us and gave his life for us. And I ask you in the name of Jesus that you will minister to your people in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So when we talk about conquering, that means that God conquered everything for us. We are just accepting everything that he did. We just walk into his footsteps and then God shows us how much he's done for us. But one of the things that we need to be, that makes us more than a conqueror is prayer. When we learn how to speak to the Lord and when we, when we allow him to take over our mind, our will, our emotions, when we allow him to just take over our lives and as we learn how to pray, he begins to transform us into a different person. A person that doesn't pray is a person that strays. 
We need people to get together and pray for each other like never before. Very simple, very pure, but very honest. And when we do that, God can do anything that he says he's going to do through us. The Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, it says, But in everything by prayer, let your request be known unto God. There is no limits of what God can do. When we pray, believe me, God begins to move heaven and earth to, for, for him to accomplish what he needs to accomplish. So as we're growing in prayer, as we're seeking God in prayer, we need to understand that his word never lies to us. His, his word is yea and amen to the glory of God. So we need to take that word and say, you know what? I am going to learn how to pray. I am going to be a tree planted by the rivers of waters and I am going to grow and I am going to bloom and I am going to produce fruit in my own life. But don't forget that it is the little things, that's the little foxes that ruin the vine. So there, I was reading about that and I said, I'm curious about this. That the little foxes are the ones that ruin the vine. Well, what it is, is that the little foxes, when they see the grapes, they start eating the little grapes. And that disturbs the whole branch. The same way with you. When the enemy comes and tries to destroy you and lie to you, he's trying to eat, he's trying to destroy that little grape that's inside called love, called purity. And distract you so that you won't grow the way God wants you to bloom. We need to step together and say to that old devil, get out of my vineyard. You will not eat these grapes because these grapes are designed to, to grow bigger and bigger and bigger so that we can feed multitudes. And that's what the church is all about. We are those grapes. And we have to protect everything that God has given us so that we can accomplish the mission that God wants us to be. That wants us to do. So when you and I grow, and we grow and we grow, we might seem like we're insignificant sometimes, that we're not doing anything. But believe me, the fruit of the Spirit is growing through you. And that's the thing that he wants to distract you from. The love, the peace, the joy, the gentleness, the kindness. Against such there is no law. So God wants us to get a hold of ourselves and tell those little foxes, you ain't going to mess with me no more. You're not going to mess with my vineyard. You're not going to mess with my life. Because God called me to be who he wants me to be. But it starts in prayer. When you don't pray, you will stray. Let me tell you something, the key to Christianity is not only God's word, but it's also your commitment through prayer to Jesus. Because when you know the voice of God, you will always listen to the voice of God. You will never stray because you know the voice of God and you know what the little demons are all about. But greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So you and I need to do what God wants to do and that is protect our vineyard. Protect ourselves and not allow the little things to give us a bad attitude towards our brother towards our sister. We cannot allow that. We need to love the unlovable. We need to love those people that nobody cares for. We need to stretch out our arms and stretch out our words, kind words, and give to people that are having needs in their lives. So when we do that, God accomplishes a whole lot of things through us. And we become his hands 
and his extension of love and power when we allow God to use us. You are special, but the enemy always tries to ruin the little fruit that is growing. Love, peace, joy, gentleness, kindness. Against such there is no law. So you need to put on the inner man and let him grow and allow yourself to bloom and accomplish what God wants you to accomplish in your life. There are people sitting next to you that somebody helped them. Somebody said a, a kind word. Somebody invested some finances into them. There's a lot of people sitting here. If it wasn't for that one individual, you would not be sitting here. But thank God that people obey God and allow themselves to be used by God. So we need to be that type of people. We become conquerors because we're praying, we're seeking the face of God, and we're sensitive to God so that the enemy will not steal our destiny. The Bible says in the first of first Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, pray without ceasing. In other words, you've got to be a jukebox, hallelujah. You've got to be full of records inside of you. I don't know, I've, I've heard a lot of hymns in my life since I've been serving God, and some of them just pop out when God wants them to pop out. Some old songs that God brings them out. Why? Because he knows how to tap inside of us and touch those buttons and say, this is the song that fits you today, and sing it with all you got. Why? Because you're a person that prays, and God knows how to, to affect you properly. Hallelujah. So if you want to be a conqueror, tell your neighbor, if you want to be a conqueror, learn how to pray. Yeah. Second of all, a conqueror has to be more uh, involved in the promises of God. Because the promises of God are yea and amen to the glory of God. Don't forget, all this Bible, all this Bible are nothing but promises that God's made for you. This is your love letter from God. And the reason why I have it so big, you can read it from there because as you get older, you need a bigger plate. Amen. So the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, it says, For all the promises of God are yea and amen to the glory, to the glory of God by us. So let me read it again. For all the promises of God in him are, are yea and in him, amen, unto the glory of God. <laughs> See, some Christians just fail. They fail in this area of not reading the word. They fail in that word because they never open it. Listen to me. The more you read, the more revelation you get. And the more you understand, and the more you can kick yourself for not obeying from the beginning. So you and I need to get into this word because we need to read it. The other thing is we need to memorize it. Memorize it. Memorize scripture because when you need them, the Lord will pop them up right in front of you and you'll, you think you forgot them, but the Holy Spirit doesn't forget what you read. He doesn't forget and he brings it out clear in your minds. And then the other thing is you got to learn how to rely on the word. Rely on the word. You just can't, you just, can't just read it and memorize it, now you got to give yourself to the Word of God. 
Be reliable on the word of God. What does God say when I'm going through troubles? What does God say when I, uh, when I, I have no food? What does God say when we lost our jobs? What, what does God say to us? Uh, that God will supply all your needs accordingly to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So if he does not, it's because you're memorizing the word. And sometimes you're going to be tested. You're going to be tested to see if you're going to depend and strengthen yourself in the Word of God. Look at Abraham. Abraham was 100 years old. God had made a promise to him. Sarah was 90, and God said to him, you're going to have a baby at 100 years old, and Sarah as 90. I mean, that is a mind blower. That was, if I was Abraham, I would look at my body. I said, dang, you're all wrinkled. You're more bone than you are, you know, flesh. <laughs> You're falling apart. And then you look at Sarah and said, oh, my God, Sarah, you're still looking beautiful. But, you know, we're frail. We're weak. But God said we're going to have a baby. And that was his promise. And we memorized this promise. And lo and behold, she became pregnant. She became pregnant and they had a baby. Come on now. There is no limit of what God can do as long as you memorize his word, as long as you read his word, as long as you apply his word, you're going to see God do what he's going to do in your life. So the scripture says in 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 56, there has not failed one word of all of his good promises. One word. Nothing has failed of his good promises. Come on. If God made a promise to you, he's going to keep it. What your, what your thing is, you're going to have to endure. Go through the test. Go through the winds. Go through the storms. But you're going to have to allow the testing to take place. I don't know about you, but I've been tested a lot of times. And if it wasn't for his kindness and his mercy and me standing up and believing it, I would have never seen the promise if I, if I would have ran away, if I would have listened to the little foxes trying to destroy my fruit. But because the word of God does not lie, there is no weapon against us that can prosper. So you need to stand on that word that God will not fail. Say it with me. God will not fail me. Say it a little louder. God will not fail me. So you and I need to stand on that word regardless of how hard things get. Because sometimes they get pretty hard. Right, Cooper? Yeah. I just was testing you to see if you're listening to me. Thank you, Cooper. You're a good man. The word of God will not fail. Not one promise. Not one promise. That one promise. Things can happen to us. And weird things can take place. You could lose loved ones. But are you still going to serve them? Are, still, are you still going to grab those promises and say to God, I believe it, Lord, that you're going to accomplish it. And when you do that, it will not fail. It will not fail. I was uh, around my girls and all the kids. And every time I see them, I see Stella. Uh, every time they do something, I see Stella. I said, Dan, can't you leave me alone for just a little bit? <laughs> but she left her mark of the beauty. We don't know how many people we affect and how, how many promises that are in you come alive when you see 
the effects of people passing away. And, and, it, and it just burns in your heart and you cannot forget because his promises are yea and amen to the glory of God. Not one word will fail. Not one. None of those promises will fail. They are real. Tell your neighbor, those promises are real, neighbor. Mm -hmm. So you got to listen and be a conqueror in those promises of God. Number three, you got to be a conqueror because, you, because there's more peace in you than ever before. Conquering more peace. So listen to Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. And the peace of God shall keep your hearts and mind. Woo! How many times have we been in hard times and the peace of God kept our minds and our hearts? When we felt, even we felt all these feelings, but there was this peace in our hearts and in our minds that we said, no, seven or 11 or snake eyes. We're going to live through this and we're going to make it through this and God's promises will always stand regardless of what I feel. I don't walk by feelings, I walk by faith. And the peace of God shall keep your hearts and your mind. Your heart and your mind. How many here have ever lost your temper and then you felt like you lost your salvation? No. You just lost your temper. And you saw yourself of who you are and what you thought you were dead, but you're still alive. And now God says you have to deal with that temper of yours. And I'm going to put you in positions where you're going to see it more and more until you see my promise. Conquer everything. Conquer you as a person. Huh? How many here have ever blown it that way? In front of people, which makes you feel about that big, like a little flea, oh my God, I just messed up the whole thing. No, you're just growing. You're just growing. You had to fail so that you could understand that you have to give yourself to the Lord. And even if you have to start all over, you start all over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was good, hallelujah. <laughs> That's why Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled. Whether it goes right or wrong, don't let your heart be troubled. Just keep believing in God that he's going to see you through. That's why you're more than a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. When you read 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15, it's a beautiful story of where God begins to speak to the man of God and uh, cause things to take place. And I don't know if they're going to put it up there, <clears throat> but I got it here. It says here in, in the book of uh, 2 Kings chapter 6. <clears throat> I'm in chapter 8, so give me a second. Even though my Bible is big, my pages are real tiny. So I need... Tiny little hands to turn the page and turn it again and turn it again. I feel like I'm being tested right in front of you. <laughs> That's the way we feel, don't we? Yeah. 
And then this is worse, you know, I just turned to first king, I gotta go to second kings. <laughs> and there it is, right there. <laughs> it says, and when the servant of the man of God was raised up, or got up early, and gone forth, behold, the host encompassed the city about with horses and chariot, chariots, and the, his servant said unto him, Oh, master, how shall we do? And he answered, thank you for the big letters, hallelujah. And he answered, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they be with them. And Elijah prayed and said unto the Lord, pray that you open up his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened up his eyes and the young man and he saw and behold, the mountains were full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elijah. Wow. I don't know about you, but sometimes you think that nobody's with you. You think you're going to be messed up. You think you're never going to get the victory. But when the man prayed, he says, open up my servant's eyes. And he saw all the mountains surrounded by chariots of fire. The host of heaven will always fight for us. Hallelujah. Will always fight for us. Because we have a God that keeps his promises. You got, you got more power inside of you than what you think. You can cause things to change. You can cause things to, to come to pass, everything that he has promised to you. But sometimes we just got to get stubborn enough and say, you know what? I'm done with just being physical. I am going to be spiritual, and I want to see God do what he's going to do. Come on, you can give him a shout and a clap. Hallelujah. 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 <clears throat> You conquer with more peace when you're a person that believes God. You have the peace of God that he knows what he's doing on your behalf. On your behalf. Number four. Hallelujah. Conquer with more praise. Sometimes we just got to get crazy. Amen. After we know all three, we just need to get crazy. Amen. And just lift up our hands and just praise him and say, Lord, it doesn't matter what happens. I know you got everything under control. And when you start praising him and saying, I know you're going to bless me. I know you're going to take care of me. I know you're going to take care of my kids. I know you're going to take care of my health. I know you're going to do everything on our behalf because I'm praising you. I'm believing that you are going to take care of me. Come on, give the Lord a clap of me. Come on, hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory, 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 glory! Hallelujah! Now lift up your hands, all of you. When they put a gun on you, both of those hands go up. Say with me, in the name of Jesus, we are praising your name because we need a miracle in the United States and in the world. Release your angels. Release release your chariots of fire in the name of Jesus move on our behalf we are praising you now and we are glorifying you and we're placing our faith in you in the name of Jesus now come on give the Lord a clap offering hallelujah glory 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 <laughs> glory 
In the book of Psalms 71, verse 14, and I will hope continually, and I will praise more and more. Hope continually, and I will praise more and more. Get the stupid out of your words. And start praising God instead of fighting with each other. Stop praising Him and begin to create an atmosphere in your house because it's the little foxes that disturb all your house. And the only way you can get out of them, both of you need to hold your hands and say to what? We're going to praise God in the middle of all this chaos and we're going to see God move on our behalf. <clears throat> yes, sir. Hallelujah. Sometimes we got to face some long trials. They think, you think they're going to last forever, but they don't. Amen. Sometimes you think the negative stuff is going to last forever, but it doesn't. Sometimes your attitude is lacking wisdom, lacking giving yourself over to God. And that attitude that you have, you got to kill it. You got to get it out of the way. Don't ever say to your marriage, if my marriage is not going to work, my marriage is that I married the wrong lady. Listen, you married the right lady. That lady is everything to you, but maybe you're the one that's stupid, and you got to get yourself together. Come on, somebody. Sometimes that's the real reality. The real reality that we need to take care of that area of life and humble ourselves and admit that we're wrong. Because if we don't admit that we're wrong, then God can do anything because you're stubborn in your attitude. You sound like a donkey. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And you gotta, gotta get rid of that attitude that is so negative. So negative. And you kill the victory that she has, or you kill the victory he has. Because of that ne negative attitude. Yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. I was thinking of Stella, how you used to take care of me with coffee in the morning. She used to get up early, make me my coffee and bring it and sit it right next to my little, you know, coffee table there, whatever it was. And I used to smell it. I said, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And then I would take my first drink, and I said, oh, my God, thank you, Stella, and thank you, Jesus, for Stella. Because the little things mean a lot. Mean a lot. The little things that you do for your wife means a lot. The little things that you do for your husband means a lot. And you need to concentrate on those things because that's showing the gratitude and the love and that's showing the proper attitude that you should have for one another. Yeah, for one another. This is going to be a good year for all of us. So we're more than conquerors because we learn how to praise in the middle of bad circumstances. I don't know how many times I've found myself in bad circumstances all this time that I've served God. And now I just thank him. I used to panic. Now I just thank him and say, well, okay, what are you doing now? Why should I panic? I'm just going to praise you. I'm just going to praise you because you're king of kings and you're Lord of lords and you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. 
In the book of Psalms 146, verse 2, it says, The psalmist said, While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto God while I have any breath inside of me, or being. So, what do we have to do? Just praise Him. Praise Him. Just come on. Let it go. Instead of getting all macho man, I'm going to fight this. Shut up. Macho man. Macho men don't last no more. They, they run. They run. They got a skirt on and they run. When you're a macho man, you, you humble yourself before God. Hey, God does everything for you because he loves you more than you love yourself. Amen. So don't be a macho woman because macho women too are crazy. Some of them are killers. You better... Sleep with one eye open when you do something wrong. <laughs> I remember I got Stella real mad. We weren't saved. And I was laying down. And I just decided to open my eye. And I saw a knife coming to me. And, uh, and that sweet Stella, I grabbed it. I said, hey, what are you doing? She said, well, I was mad. And I was just going to get rid of you. <laughs> the way she said it blew me away. I said, you can't be doing that to me. Well, you can't. Then she tells me, you can't be fighting with me and accusing me of things that I never do. I said, okay. So I decided to buy a marble eye just in case I go to sleep. <laughs> Don't believe me. I'm just kidding. I thought of it, though. But when you become a person that sings praises to God, you edify yourself. How many have ever been real gloomy and then you sing a song and that gloominess just starts fading away, and then you get louder and louder, and pretty soon the whole car is full of the presence of God. And that's the way you should have started in the morning, but you let yourself go to the point where you just let yourself go, thinking that you didn't need them. You need to praise them. The minute you wake up, let it be your first words that come out of you. I praise you, and I love you so much, and I know that you're taking care of me. I know that you're taking care of me. That's why I used to hear that Channel 40, Paul say those words, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will be continually in my mouth. That, those were his words. And how much more the psalmist put it on paper to praise him continually. That's why I love to see the brothers when they have coffee. Praise God. It's good to see you. Praise God. They're praising God just by saying all those things because they're, they're the proper attitude to have in meeting each other. And sometimes we just need basic things to accomplish whatever God wants us to do. We don't need to be scholars. We just need to know that he is with us and he will accomplish everything when we start praising his holy name. Yeah. So I want to do something special right now. Whoever's next to you, I want you to grab their hand right now. Whoever's next to you. And, and, and I want you to repeat with me. Say in the name of Jesus, I pray for my neighbor. I pray the blessing of God. I pray that they will be rich with mercy and kindness that will follow us for the rest of our lives. In the name of Jesus, you have no power, Satan, over our lives. We are protected by his glory. In the name of Jesus, 
I loosen this blessing upon my neighbor and upon myself and I plead the blood of Jesus on their families in Jesus name thank you oh God for setting us free now give them a, love, a good club offering hallelujah 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 So, we need to conquer in prayer. We need to conquer in the promises. We need to be at peace with God, conquering. And then we need to conquer in praise. So, I want you to lift up your hands. I don't want this church to be soft-spoken. I, I want this house to be full of praise. And I want you to lift up your hands, one without wrath and one without doubt, is what the scripture says. And I want you to praise him in English or in tongues or in Spanish, whatever you want to do. Just give him thanks. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for this year coming up, oh Lord. We know that it's going to be a glorious year, oh God. And we pray for all our families, wherever they're at. We praise you for them. And we release the blessing of God upon them, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for keeping us this far. Thank you for blessing us this far. Lord, I pronounce healing on people that are sitting down right now that can't get the victory. I pray for healing in the praises as we praise you, Father, as we glorify you. Let the healing begin, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We praise you for keeping us. We praise you for loving us. We praise you for all the good things you've done for us but this year is going to be a glorious year and we love you now in the name of Jesus thank you father thank you father now give them a good clap offering hallelujah 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 bless 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 your name bless your name bless your name Bless your name. Bless your name. Come on, keep more clapping, more clapping, more glory, more glory, more glory. Oh, the angels are clapping in heaven. Oh, they're clapping towards the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. They're clapping. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. That's the way we should have started. Because God.